Today we're going to be switching things up a little bit. Because of time conflicts in life, uh, we only have Bob, played by Mason, available. So we're going to be playing a one-shot separate from the main story of our campaign. It's going to take place in a completely alternate universe timeline bullshit Going in, Mason was only made aware of a few basic things, which you will hear me go over with him in a second. A few that you're not going to hear is that Bob is currently living on a sailing vessel with the crew that he's been with for a while. So he knows these people, they know him. In the story of the campaign, they are all trapped in a time loop and only Bob is aware of it. There are a few things that will reset your day. So as I mentioned to you earlier, it's a time loop. Uh, so dying will reset your day. If you go to sleep, you'll reset the day. Or reaching midnight. Even if you're awake, you'll reset the day. Right. Uh, so I'll use the alarm sound to signify the beginning of a new day. So yeah, your goal is to figure out what is happening on the ship and stop it from happening. You can attempt to make other characters aware of the time loop. And then there will be a chance, if, if they believe what you're saying about being stuck in a time loop, they will then, the next time it resets, have a small chance of remembering. Mm -hmm. And then every consecutive day that you convince the same person, the odds will get better. Once they succeed that save to remember, you won't have to convince them anymore. They'll always remember. Okay. It's just a matter of the one time you got to convince them. And they have to succeed their save. And then they'll remember every day. Right. So, first day. You wake up. 8 a.m. Alright, so this is this first day we're just going to run through your regular schedule. Because you're not going to realize anything's happening until the second day anyways. So you wake up. You use the bathroom, shower, all that bullshit. Um, by 9 a.m., you're ready to go. So you go to the mess hall for breakfast. You are, I should point out. Uh, this is all taking place on a ship. On a big old boat. Big old boat. Yep. It's got a crew of 15. We'll go th we can go through the names and everything. if When you need to. Okay. Alright, so 9 a.m. you get to the mess hall. Here's a few names. Take as many notes as you feel necessary. Wes. Saint. Kai and Ted are all in the mess hall. Uh, do you want to know what jobs they have and everything, too, right away? What's the last name? Uh, Ted. Ted. Um, yeah, sure, what's each of them up to? Alright, so Wes is the captain of the ship. Oh, okay. And then Saint and Ted are both soldiers who act as, like, guards. This is a military vessel, so when, they ha when you guys are given missions, they're the ground troops. But while you guys are just sailing around, they are just guards. And then Kai is, I believe, let me double check here. Kai is an engineer. Wow. There's a lot of engineers on this ship. Oh. That's for damn sure. Um, so yeah, uh, when you walk in, Kai specifically greets you. And then while you're grabbing your food, um, she leaves with Ted. And so then you sit down, you and Wes just have casual, small talk. Uh, you guys are pretty good friends. By 9.30, you're done eating, and it's your time to start piloting. You are a pilot on the ship. Okay. 
So you take your piloting ship, you shift, uh, and then by 7.30 p.m., so you spend almost the entire day piloting. 7.30 p.m., Malcolm relieves you, and you're able to go get dinner. When you walk in, almost all of the crew, except for a handful of engineers, are here eating already. Uh, Tony greets you and gestures for you to go sit by him and Wes. So, in the future, you can choose not to do that, but for this first day, you will. Okay. Just because that is what you would have normally done in your daily routine. Right. Um, <clears throat> by 8 p.m., Kai comes in. Remember, Kai's an engineer. Mm -hmm. Kai comes in and informs Wes that Amadeus is keeping the rest of the engineering crew busy, and they will have to come get food later, so they won't be there for regular dinner time. Mm -hmm. um, Amadeus, you know, is the chief engineer. Uh, so Wes is just like, all right, yeah, chill, whatever, and goes back to the conversation he was having with you and Tony. Uh, again, it's just like small talk, basic stuff. By 8.30, the crew begins to break off to do their various R&R activities. Uh, Bill and Saint actually have guard duty, so they go to do that. Um, you wouldn't know what most other people are doing. So you can you would do whatever. You can work out, do something in your room, whatever. That's up to you. Um, and then we'll say you're in your your room for this first day. So you just you go back to your room, you're reading a book or something, mm -hmm. doing something. And then um, you start to get overly tired. Like you did not expect it. You don't really don't get tired this early, and you just your head it's hard. It starts becoming hard for you to stay right. awake. And then, wake back up. So you start all awake, not realizing that you fell asleep. And then you start to go about your routine again. And then, by the time you get to the mess hall is when you first start noticing that things are happening the exact same way they happened yesterday. So that's when you start noticing that it's repeating. Right. So same four people are in there, Wes, St. Kai, and Ted. Kai greets you the exact same words that she used yesterday and then as you're getting your food and it's the same food options normally they change every day mm -hmm. it's the same food options as you're grabbing your food she and Ted leave again at the same time Wes starts to make casual conversation with you and you realize it's the exact same conversation you had yesterday morning so at any point if you want to jump in and do something you can change something up or we can just keep running through it until you decide to change something Okay, uh, just keep going for now. Alright, so then a half hour later, 9.30 a.m., you finish eating and you start your shift piloting. You pilot until 7.30 p.m. when Malcolm comes and relieves you and you go get dinner. You get to the mess hall and most of the crew, except for a handful of engineers, are all already there eating. Tony greets you in the exact same way, gestures for you to come and sit down by him and Wes. You grab your food, again, the same food options as yesterday. Mm -hmm. You sit down, and you begin having a conversation with them. You realize this is the exact same conversation I had yesterday with these two at this time. Half hour later, 8 p.m., guy comes in, and using the exact same words as before, tells Wes that Amadeus is keeping the rest of the engineering crew busy, and they will have to get food later after dinner. Uh, Wes accepts this and immediately goes back to talking about you, talking to you about the exact same thing he was talking to you yesterday. 8.30 p.m., the crew begins to break off to do their various activities. Bill and Saint head off to guard duty. Everybody else starts doing their own thing. Is there anything you wanted to do? 
go back to your room again, or mm. could choose to follow somebody. You could just wander the halls. Yeah, I, <coughs> I would. I was. I was thinking, use the time to investigate, but I don't know what I'd be investigating. Well, first you got right now. You need to investigate to figure out what to investigate. Yeah, <laughs> that's the tricky part. Yeah, um, just just keep going for now. <laughs> so we're gonna stick, just, with, stick with you. Go back to your room again. Yeah. All right. So you go back to your room, pick up the book that you were reading, and you flip to the the page that you have bookmarked, and you're like, I already fucking read these. Hmm. So you skip forward. And, Wherever you were, a couple yeah. chapters maybe, start reading again. <clears throat> then a few minutes, you get that same feeling of your head starts to grow heavier and you're getting tired. I want to fight it. How are you going to fight it? Just like mentally? Uh, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, roll me. I'm not going to tell you what you're rolling. You are rolling a save. Okay. Pull up your sheet here. This is going to be a d20. Yeah. Um, Alright, we're going to call this one a. Okay, I got you. Roll. Roll just roll straight up D twenty. Um, I have the number here from your sheet. I'm not telling you what you're rolling. Okay, ten. Ten. Uh, so that is not high enough. So you do not manage to fight the the effect, whatever's happening to you. Okay. So you, you you're trying to stay awake. You you manage to stay awake a few minutes longer than before, but you're just it's just it's too much. And then next thing you know, jolted awake. The next morning again, or the previous morning again. Technically, wake up, <clears throat> do your morning routine again. Go back to the mess hall. Same four people. Same breakfast options. Same greeting from Kai. Kai and Ted leave at the same um, time. Before, mm -hmm. I want when I get my food. Um, I assume there's a chef of some sort serving up food. Ah, uh, so he, yes, normally. Uh, how it works is the chef is gonna be in the kitchen cooking everything, and then the food is laid out in like a uh, buffet, or not buffet really, um, but like a cap, like a high school cafeteria style where everything is just. Once he makes it, he sets it out mm -hmm. under warmers, and you just yeah. grab what you want. Yeah. So you can see him back there, yes, but he's not like taking right. scoops and putting it on your plate. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, however, I can <coughs> see him talk to him. I'm gonna ask. I just. Just out of curiosity, what was the what was the what was served yesterday? Again? Okay, so his name is Cook, and his Cook. job position is chef. Makes sense. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Got he, real creative with that one. Oh, I did, I did. <laughs> his is his last name. He uses his last name. He doesn't like his first name, so he, his last name is Cook. Oh, okay. and he uses his last name. Okay. But his job position is chef. Okay. So he's chef Cook. <laughs> I, I had some fun with these characters. Anyways, so you talk to Cook, you ask him what was made for breakfast yesterday. Yeah. He tells you. And as far as you can remember, now that it's been a few days. Well, so just as an example, these aren't necessarily the actual days of the week. Just as an example, we'll say you're repeating Monday. Yeah. Uh, so he tells you what you vaguely remember was served Sunday before the loop started. Right. Okay. All right. Thanks, cook, chef. Chef cook. Chef cook. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, no problem. He goes back to that kid. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to sit down by myself. Are you going to sit away from Wes yeah. this time? Yeah. So, you sit, you, so at this point, 
Wes and Saint are the only people in the room. You specifically sit away from them. Um, we'll say you do notice that Wes kind of gives you a glance. Like, uh, it seems to be... It's it, He notices that it's very unusual for you to sit alone, but he doesn't say anything. He doesn't approach you. He just kind of glances over at you a couple times. Okay. And then when they finish, they leave. Okay. Um, you finish, 9.30, and it's your time to go pilot the ship for okay. a while. So you go do that. What if I don't watch the <coughs> shift? Um, if you don't show up, then the previous pilot is just going to be stuck there, I guess. Oh, I don't want to do that to him. I'll go. <laughs> so you know, being a member of the ship, they would be stuck there. They would contact the captain, mm-hmm. Wes, who would then have to find you and figure out why the fuck you're not at your shift. Right. And he would go from there, depending on why you're not there. Right. Okay. I'll go, uh, I'll go to leave. Samantha. Yeah. So Samantha's the pilot. She does the, what would be considered third shift, I guess, thing. Yeah. You do the early morning to the late night. I mean, you're like first shift and half a second shift. Oh, okay. And then Malcolm does half a second and half a third. And Samantha, being the newest pilot, has the short shift. She's oh. the least experienced. So they give her a shorter shift so she doesn't fuck things up too bad. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Basically. You being the most experienced pilot have the longest shift. Oh, nice. That's why you're 9.30 to 7.30. That's awesome. Yeah. That's an awesome shift. Yeah. Hmm. So you go take your shift. Your shift runs till 7.30 when Malcolm comes in and leaves you. You go to dinner. Same people are here eating already. Tony greets and gestures for you to come sit down. I you told to fuck off. Are you going to say fuck yeah, off? Yeah, say fuck off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you walk in, Tony, from across the room. Remember, across the room. It's not right there. Like, wait, he's like, hey, come sit by us. You're like, fuck off, Tony. Everyone in the room, it gets quiet. Everyone looks at you like, the fuck did he just say? And then they slowly start going back to the conversation, but it's a lot quieter in here than it was before. <laughs> you go get your food. Same options as the previous few days. Are you going to go sit by Tony now? <laughs> Are you going to go sit by Tony? Yeah. So you're going to sit down by Tony West after telling him to fuck off. So you walk over with your food and just sit down, and they both give you a look like, what the fuck are you doing? So it is quiet. They're not making conversation anymore. They're barely even looking at you. I'm going to act casual like I didn't say anything. Okay. Are you going to try and start up a conversation? Yeah, yeah. Just. <laughs> well, are you going to try and use the same topics as previously, or are you going to bring something else? Yeah, up? sure. Same topic. So just try to start up the same conversations you've been having for the last couple days with these guys yeah. after telling them to fuck off in front of the entire group? Yes. All right, man. Uh, so they, they'll respond a little bit, but they're not nearly as engaged in the conversation as previously. Oh. <laughs> And then um, by 8 p.m., Kai again comes in and informs Wes. The Amadeus is keeping the crew. This time, Wes uses it as an excuse to leave. Mm. Because this is a very awkward situation. (laughs) So um, Wes 
to Tony, says, I'll see you later, and then gets up and leaves with Kai. Uh, and then 8.30, <coughs> everyone starts breaking off to do their own things again. Uh, what are you going to try this time? I'm going to do, I'm going to, I think I'm going to, like, work out, like, you need to go to the gym. Yeah, gym. All right, so you go to the gym. Uh, Ted is already in here working out. All right. Um, how long are you going to uh, work out for? How long are you thinking? Um, I'll go roughly to the same time where I've noticed I've started, like, falling asleep. Okay, so, like, <clears throat> let me check here. That's about an hour. Yeah, sure. About an hour. All right, so you work out for about an hour. Uh, you're not... Feeling the same effect. You're not feeling the the tiredness that you were. The okay. Your head's not getting heavy. You're not having to fight. Anything. You feel completely normal. Okay. Other than you know you're a little tired from working out. Right. Right. Uh, Ted's in there. You guys don't really work out together, but you you know in the room they're both doing your own routines and everything. Yeah. Uh, and then so at this point are you gonna finish? You're gonna stop working out? Or? Um. Yeah. I'm going to stop working out. I want to go back to the room and write, like, actually write down on, like, paper, if I have it, like, what's been going on. Okay. And, like, what I've been feeling. You go back to your room. Uh, on your way out of the gym, you pass Kai going into the gym. Okay. As uh, so you go back to your room, you have a notebook somewhere, probably a diary, maybe. Sure. Yeah. You, you have paper. Yeah. You pull it out, you just... Take notes on what's been happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right, you shut down. Um, another while goes by. Um, are you going to... I don't think that would take you very long. We'll say a half hour. Sure. So a half hour later, it's now 10 o'clock. Okay, I'm going to go to sleep but by my own will. I'm just going to sleep. Yeah, so as you start to get for bed... You hear Kai's voice over the PA system, the ship's announcement system. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, no, hold on, you wouldn't. Never mind. You've already, that would have happened normally, but you've already changed the day enough that this isn't going to happen. Okay. Yeah, so that doesn't happen. Uh, so you just go to bed. Okay. All right, so just go to bed. Uh, so your day resets yet again. This time, because you chose to go to sleep. And um, so you get up 8 a.m. again, do your morning routine. Uh, 9 o'clock, you're in the mess hall. West St. Kai and Ted are all there again. Kai greets you when you walk in. And then... Uh, wait, wait, before any of this happens, okay. can I check to see if the notes that I took last night are still... Existing? Everything you wrote down is gone. Okay. Nice. Yep. That's cool. Yep. Uh, so then, yeah, so you go to the mess, Kai greets you. Uh, when you're getting your food, Kai and Ted leave. It's the same food options that you've had for the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sit down, Wes makes casual small talk conversation. Same conversation as every day except for yesterday when you sat separately. Uh, by 9.30, you're done eating and you go take your shift piloting. 7.30, Malcolm relieves you and you get dinner. Most of the crew are there eating when you arrive. Tony greets you as you walk in the door and gestures for you to come sit down by him and Wes. Um, I'm assuming you're going to do that this time, rather than telling him to fuck off. They're acting, yeah, they're acting normal. 
Okay. They're yeah. all act. Everyone's acting uh, the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. All right. So then small talk ensues. Uh, Kai comes in and informs West that Amadeus is keeping the rest of the crew busy and they need food later. We'll need to get food later. Wes accepts it and goes back to the conversation, unlike yesterday when he left. Um, and then 9.30, the crew breaks off to do their various activities. What are you going to do? Um, wait, when's my shift? Uh, it's ends at 7.30. Uh, 9.30 a.m. until 7.30 p.m. Okay. And what time is it now, roughly? It is um, about 8.30 p.m. Okay. Alright. Alright, so is what activity would you like to do? Um last time you went to the gym, before that you've gone back to your room. Is is there any way I could have followed um who actually who am I like closest to? Uh well Wes is pretty close to you, the captain. Uh same with Tony. Okay, so, so I was remembering how I told them to back off. Yeah, that's why they were like, what the fuck is <laughs> you were like your best friend. Yeah, let me look at my list of... So yeah, Wes, um, you would be pretty close to the like the pilots. You guys would have to work together a lot. Okay. So, uh, a lot, And you would have done a lot of the training of the other two, because you're the most experienced one. So Malcolm and Samantha, you know pretty well. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows Cook. He's a very sociable person, very friendly. Uh, Reed is the doctor. Everybody has to see him at some point. Mm-hmm. He's the doctor. As a male, you would definitely at least know of, a lot of, if not be very familiar with Ashley. Okay. She's an engineer who likes to get around. Okay. And then um, uh, you would know about Keith. Um, Keith was killed at one point, but then they managed to, uh, use magic to revive him. Okay. But because of that, he has short-term memory loss. Oh, okay. So it's hard for him to remember things. Um, so yeah, you would definitely know about that. You might not know him very well, but you are aware of that fact. Okay. Uh, then there's another handful of engineers. Oh, shit, I changed Samantha's, um, occupation. There's only two pilots. Sorry. Oh. Samantha used to be a pilot. Apparently, I changed her to an engineer. For oh. this. We need more of this. So it's just you and Malcolm. <laughs> you and Malcolm are the only pilots. My bad. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, Ted, Saint, being the two soldiers on ship on the ship right now, you're definitely well aware of who they are. Right. Who's the, I thought there was three soldiers. Hold on. And Bill. Why don't I have Bill on my list of crewmates? Fuck. Yeah, Bill, because Bill and Ted. That's I made that joke. It was Bill and Ted. Oh, they're nice. partners. Nice. Bill and Ted are partners. Let me add him to my list here. I missed him when I was doing my quick going through typing all the names. All right, so Bill, Ted, and Saint are the soldiers on board. So, um, you've worked. You would have worked out with all three of them at some point, probably. You guys have been on the ship together for a while. But you, not being a soldier yourself, you're not super close to them. And then um, there are two janitors, so you would know them, but you wouldn't really interact with them very often. Right. So, yeah, the closest people to you, relationship-wise, would be Malcolm, the other pilot, Wes, the captain, Tony, who is the assistant cook. And then oh, you can choose. Are you uh, involved with Ashley, the one who gets around? 
Do you you mm. get, do you get involved with Ashley? If you do, then she's another on that list of people you're close to. If not, then she's not. Once. Okay, so you you slept with her once, but you're not super close with her. Right. Okay. So the people you're close with, just to say it again, Wes, Tony, and Malcolm. Right. Um, I'm gonna I want to talk to Wes about like what um, what's been happening. So as people start breaking up, like leaving, you're gonna. Pull Wes aside and have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to just talk, uh, have a conversation with him in the mess hall now that it's emptying out? Um, yeah, sure. All right, like, so. Like, quietly. Yeah, like, so you try. just kind of get him to hang back a little bit. Um, so when you ask him to hang back, Tony starts to hang back as well. Do you want to get rid of Tony or let him stay? Um, no, Tony can stay. All right, so Tony hangs back as well. So it's just the three of you in the mess hall now. Yeah. Everybody else leaves. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it, though. Like, when I'm talking about it, I'm not going to talk about it, like... Just tell me what you're going to say. Like, like, uh... I'm trying to, like, word it in my head. I got you. You're good. Um, I've... Just that I've been having this weird... It just feels like the past couple of days have felt the same. Like, it feels like I'm being held back in. Uh, Wes is like, yeah, well, I mean, when you're on a ship this long, days can seem to be the exact same. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. No, no, you don't understand what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> it's not, it's not like that. It's, it's like, I, it's like I've had, as I've gone throughout the past few days, it's been, what, three days now? Three, four, something like that. Something like that. It's been word for word <coughs> what I talk about, or like what people say. It's been word for word the same. It's been every action has been the same. I've had the same breakfast, like, <clears throat> sorry, I've had the same breakfast three, four days in a row type. They're kind of, as you talk, they kind of like giving you look, a look like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then when you finish talking, um, Wes is going to be like, Dude, are you okay? Like, do you need to go see Reed? Like, you feeling yeah. alright? You got fever? Like, you good? I, I know I'm not, I'm, I know I'm, this is what all crazy people say, but I know I'm not crazy. And you know what? I am going to see, I am going to see the doctor. That's probably a good idea. We'll walk you down there. We'll walk with you. I am going to see the doctor, see if anything's going up, going on. Yeah. Alright, so the two of them walk you to Reed's office. And then when you get there, they ask uh, if you want them to stay. Do you want them to stay with you for, like, moral support? Um, one of you can stay, but if, the, if like, you have other things to do, it's fine. But, like, if you want to... Uh, so, uh, Wes is going to stay with you just to, uh, just because he's the captain, wants sure. to look after his crew, all okay. that stuff. So, again, he's going to, um, he'll say, I'll see you later, Tony, I'll ca- or I'll catch you later, whatever. Yeah. Tony leaves. Wes is going to hang around. Uh, so you and Wes go into Reed's office together, Dr. Reed. He is a young man. He's probably the youngest person on the ship, honestly. It's early 20s. Okay. He's probably, honestly, looking at him, he doesn't even look old enough to drink alcohol yet. Okay. Like, he is a young bitch. <laughs> but he's he's a doctor. He's finished medical school, so. Impressive. He's fucking insanely smart. Uh, so he just runs you through a normal checkup. It says, you know, blood pressure, weight, height, that bullshit. 
Um, yeah, he checks your breathing, like listens to your heart, listens to your chat, your lungs, all that's good stuff. And then after he does all that, he um, asks, "What's up?" Like specifically, what's been going on? Because you seem so when you first came in, you would have told him your story, like generally. Okay, I already told. Him you would have generally told him. Okay. Uh, he went to get any details, and that's why he did the checkup. He's just checking. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on with you. Right. So he just checks everything he can without running lengthy text, tests. Mm-hmm. Right. So he just runs all the. He does all the basic stuff to see if there's any sign of something, and mm-hmm. there's not. So then he's like, "All right, so now in more detail, what's going on?" Okay. Did I already tell him like pretty much exactly what I told Wes? Yeah. So okay. everything you've said to Wes, he basically, he knows. Okay. Okay, I guess I'm just, I'll, yeah, just more into detail of the days. Um, just, like, you know, there's been crazy things going on, like, just the other night, or was it last night that I wrote the, yeah, just last night, I wrote a letter of, like, what's going on, like, describing what's going on. And, you know, I woke up this, I left it exactly where I know it is, and it it was gone this morning. And it feels like I just keep repeating the same day over and over again, like there's some something going on with time, it's weird. And, like, yesterday, I even told Tony, like, like just to, just to test to see if it would, tr- like, go on to the next day, like, to confirm my suspicions of time being weird. I told Tony to fuck off in front of the whole crew. And uh, obviously no one remembers that. At that part, Wes gives you a look like, the fuck did you do? <laughs> and Reed just, he's obviously containing laughter. <laughs> I did it purely, <laughs> purely to, to test my suspicions of, of, like, what I've been experiencing, and no one remember. Obviously, I said right in front of you, Wes. No one remembers me telling Tony if I've got. So something's going on here. So then, uh, at this, after collecting himself for a second, Reed is going to start asking you about various symptoms. Uh, so the answer is going to be no, but to like all of them. But he asks you about blackouts, uh, headaches. Blurry vision, all that kind of thing. Okay. And so basically, he's at, he's trying to figure out if you had a head injury that's causing this. If there's something wrong with your brain, if it's like so concussion or other sort of brain trauma. Mm-hmm. Is what he so mm-hmm. all the answers know to all of that. But so he's gonna take like ten minutes to just rattle through all these symptoms, and yeah. you're just like, nope, nope, right, not that one, nope, uh huh, uh huh. Um. So then after that, he's like, well. Um, if something is physically wrong with you, I won't be able to figure it out unless I run some more tests. So I would have to do blood tests. I'd probably have to do some brain scans and stuff like that. See if you got a tumor or something growing in your brain. Otherwise, this could be a psychological problem. And in that case, we would have to, you know, start doing therapy sessions and all that to try and get to the bottom of this, figure out what's wrong with your noggin, <laughs> psychologically speaking. But um, other than that, there's nothing I can do for you right now. But like, if you want me to run those tests, I can get those started right away. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So it takes like another hour. 
he draws a ton of blood, like probably a pint's worth in the little vials. So it yeah. takes quite a while because, you know, fill a vial, switch to the yeah. next. It takes a while. Uh, he gets all those and he gets them in different machines and whatnot. Some of them go in a fridge, just does all this stuff. And then um, he'll get you in a chair. So this isn't like our technology where you get slid into a big old thing. And No, this is just a chair. And then the scanner is two pieces, two little pieces of metal thing. Yeah. They come down on either side of your head and they just scan through your brain like that. Okay. Advanced tech. Okay. So there's some brain scan. The scan itself takes another like half hour. Uh, so during this whole process... While he's drawing blood and brain scanning you and everything, Kai comes over the PA system. Says, Captain, Amadeus requests your presence in the engineering room. Uh, he needs to discuss something very urgent with you. So Wes is going to then excuse himself and head out to take care of that. Okay. So um, at this point, it's about 10 o'clock. This is the time that you went to bed previously. Oh, okay. So you've been in here for an hour and a half. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, Wes heads out. Do some more tests or finish those tests. Mm -hmm. um, and so then the brain scan results come back right away. You, can, you know, he just looks at the scans. Mm -hmm. uh, so then yeah, he tells you that there's no sign of brain trauma, anything like that. You seem healthy in that regard. Blood tests are going to take several more hours to finish. Mm. So he can't give you the results on that just yet. But your brain looks fine. So he offers that you can wait around here and wait for the blood results if you want. Was I can let you know tomorrow what happens, or what what they are. It's <laughs> your call. Let's work fast. <laughs> the machines can only go so fast. I say to him, dumbass, work right now. <laughs> Burn all your bridges because the next day they're rebuilt. <laughs> no, no, I won't do that. I won't do that. I, I say no. I'll just, uh, I'll just go. I'll just go bed. Um, I'll, I'll probably just, go just walk back to your room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you walk back to your room. Roll me a percentile. Sixty-six. Okay. So you go back to your room. Go to bed. Right away. Yeah. It's 8 a.m. again. Oh. <laughs> um, time for you to get up. Go through morning routine. Um, I, I'm going to go to the doctor right away. Right away. Yeah. Like before using the bathroom and showering and everything. Well, no, I, I, after that. Sorry, okay. after that. Just before going to the mess hall. Yeah. All right, mm -hmm. so 9 a.m. you go to the doctor. Roughly 9 a.m. Yeah. Go to the doctor. You walk in. Reed's in his office. He's like, oh, hey. You walk in. He's like, hey, uh. Feeling alright? You need something? I'm gonna I'm gonna just get a head start. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna explain literally <coughs> exactly like what's been happening again, yeah, again. Uh -huh. And then I'm gonna tell him like, and except part of that, I'm gonna explain what we did last night, like tests and everything, and like tell him results of tests and stuff. Just try and give him as many specific details as you can. Yeah. It, just roll me an IQ check, just to see if you remember the technical names and words that he used. Mm. 
stuff that you wouldn't already That's or you wouldn't normally under know. right under correct. I meant yeah. All right, so you're able to use some technical terms um, that you wouldn't have otherwise known right at all. Uh, like you, you might have known the word, but you wouldn't have necessarily known that it applied to you in that situation or whatever. Right, right. So you, uh, so yeah, you, you rattle off your different test results from like the brain scan and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you tell, you name off some of the blood tests that he ran mm-hmm. that the results never came in for. Right. And he is very obviously like, the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> you should not know what you're saying. Yeah. It takes him a minute. Um, roll. This is gonna see to be uh, to see if you can convince him. I just gotta figure out what roll to make. Okay. Uh, I don't think you have any sort of persuasion skill. Okay, we're just gonna say that you get a d20, and I'm gonna roll a d20. And uh, if you get higher than what I roll, you convinced him that you are being 100% genuine with what you are telling him. And that means that the next time it resets, he will have a chance to remember the previous day and be aware of the loop. Okay. Well, hey, Butterscotch. How you doing? Okay. Go ahead and make your roll. I made mine. All right. Four. That's exactly what I rolled. Oh, so I'll give it to you. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I made a four. I'm like, he's going to make this. He's obviously going to. And then you yeah. roll fours. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, you uh, you convince him he's 100% believes you. Uh, so, yeah, he, he'll help you out if he can, but he doesn't really see how he could help you. Right. I request, in that case, I'll request that uh, West comes to med base so that we can both kind of re-explain. Call Wes to the med bay. Yeah. Alright, um, so, yeah, Reed can put that call out. Mm-hmm. Uh, by this point, though, by the time he gets there, it is coming up on 9.30, which is when you start your shift. You're supposed to start your shift. Okay. Is Wes here? Wes around? is here. Okay. I'll, I'll ask you know, make sure that it's all good with doctor, like, medically, that I can go to my shift and then just throughout, you know, the day or whatever, have them, you know. Come to you? Yeah, come to me, let me know, like. Well, what? yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, Bree tells you that there's nothing physically wrong with you, mm-hmm. based off of the tests that he apparently did yesterday. Um, so that wouldn't stop you from mm-hmm. going to your shift. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so you're going to explain everything to Wes before going to take over. Yeah. So you reiterate, reiterate everything to Wes. Wes is very like, dude, you make no fucking sense. <laughs> Doc, you, you sure this guy's okay? <laughs> but with the doctor's reassurance, I'm going to allow you to make another roll to try and convince Wes. Okay. Thirteen. I rolled a three. Okay. This guy fucking hates me. <laughs> you want a different one? I have more. <laughs> Alright, so you convince Wes. So both Reed and Wes will have a chance the next time it resets to remember this day. Mm-hmm. Let me just take note. 
of how many people have a chance. Alright, uh, so then you go to your shift. You are late getting there, obviously. Um, Malcolm's a little upset about that. I'll um, but he, he doesn't ask for an explanation or anything. He's, just, he's obviously a little annoyed that you're late. But he's glad you showed up. So <laughs> I I was just going to say I'll tell him that I'll... Wait, it's just us two switching back and forth then? Yeah. I'll tell him I'll stay a little later. Okay. Um, so, do your, your shift. Mm -hmm. Is there any point that you want to try and call Wes or Reed to you? Or are you just going to do your shift normally? Maybe like midway, I'll call to them just to see if they've... What they notice? Oh. Yeah, there's nothing for them. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. They don't remember anything from the other days, so they have nothing to notice. I guess I'll just let the day play out and see if they remember. Okay, so um, Malcolm, instead of seven thirty, he comes at about eight o'clock instead, half hour late. Fair. Uh, and then you go to dinner, and um. So yeah, some people are have already left because they left when they normally would have. Yeah. Uh, but Tony and Wes are both still there. You grab your food. You eat. Everyone starts leaving at about 8.30. You're still not quite done with your food yet, so you take a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll say 8.45, and then you can, you've done eating. Go do whatever. Okay. So uh, what is it you're going to do? After you're done with dinner. Around what time? Eight forty-five or so. Eight forty-five. <coughs> um, what? What kind? Like, the gym workout area. What is all there? I know that's an oddly specific question, but like, is there like? Like you're asking specific equipment in the gym. Yeah. Is there? Is there? Is there a pool? No pool. No pool. Okay. No pool. Um. No, that's what the ocean's for. Outside. <laughs> Right. Um. I assume is there a treadmill? <laughs> yes, there would be probably at least one, if not two, treadmills. There'd be um, a stationary bike. You have a couple benches, a couple bars to do different lifting, a ton of weight plates, sure. dumbbells. Um, probably those like. Stretchy bands, whatever mm -hmm. you put around your legs and stuff. Yeah. Some of those, yeah, typical stuff. Yeah. Okay. In the gym. I'll, I, I guess. Okay. Whatever. I'll just do typical gym stuff. All right. Just go back to the gym. Do your same routine as previously. Yeah. All right. You get there. Ted is already well into his workout. Yeah. Um. How long are you gonna stay? Um. Later than I normally would. All right. So last time you stayed for. You stayed until nine thirty or so. Okay, I'll stay till like. I'll stay till like, ten thirty because also I'm late, so I'll just. Okay, so then a little after, um, a little after nine thirty, so just about the time you were leaving previously, Kai comes in. And roll me a perception check. Thirteen. Okay, Kai is. Um, very obvious, obviously um, surprised to see you in the gym as well. Like it's, she walks in, 
and sees you, and it's obvious that she was expecting only to see Ted. So mm -hmm. she kind of walks in, sees you, and just like surprised, and just stops in her tracks, looks at you for a second, and then collects herself and moves into the gym further. Uh, are you just going to continue working out? I noticed all of this. Yeah. I'll just ask if you're okay. Like, so like Kayuka? Yeah, you're all good. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm alright. Doing fine. Just okay. keep going with your... Yeah, just keep going, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you keep doing your thing. And then um, choose a specific workout you're doing right now. Just to see how this plays out. We're going to say that um, Ted is currently halfway through a 10-mile run on the treadmill. I'm biking. Alright, so you're pretty close to him doing your biking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kai comes in and you know, does some warm-up stretches and stuff. And then she moves over to your side. So you are between her and um, Ted. Mm -hmm. And then um, roll me another perception check. Ten. So you're doing your thing, right? And you are aware of both of them on either side of you. Yeah. And then... You wake up in bed, and it's 8 a.m. again. Oh, well, that catches me quite off guard. <laughs> yeah, you were like, the fuck just happened? What? 